America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal, and you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. As you know, we're here every week to answer your health questions. And if you don't have questions, well, we have some answers. But first, let's, right off the top of the show, uh, announce how you can get a hold of us if you need to reach us. You can always call the clinic where we're broadcasting, uh, at least on my end, the Turtle Healing Bank Clinic here in Las Vegas. You can reach us at 702-562-1454. That's 702, that's the area code in Las Vegas, 562-1454. Now, if you need to reach me, you can always email me directly at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at THB for Turtle Healing Band clinic.com that's d as in daniel royal r-o-y-a-l at t-h-b clinic.com now if you have a question for either myself or the guest during today's show then you can text it to 702-595-7564 hopefully that number is on your screen but it is 702-595-7564 We'd also like to thank the sponsors for our show. We have two sponsors. One, of course, is the Turtle Healing Band Clinic, and the other is the First Nation Medical Board. These two sponsors are both under the jurisdiction of the Crow Tribe of Indians. The Crow Tribe of Indians have stepped up to regulate the practice of traditional medicine throughout the country, and that's what we practice here in our clinic. Traditional medicine includes all things alternative, complementary, holistic, and so forth. So if you're looking for optimal health and wellness, well, this is one place where you can find it. There are many things we do here that are unique in terms of the things we do for our patients with products as well as protocols. And we are the opposite of what is being practiced in conventional medicine. That's a a sick care disease management system. We are the opposite. We are helping patients who want to be proactive with their health and want to achieve optimum health, and wellness. And that's reflected by the guest that we have on our show. Today, we have a distinguished guest. His name is Dr. Bruce Werber, and he is a longtime practicing podiatrist. In fact, I'll be going out to dinner with a friend of mine tonight who is a podiatrist. Bruce has performed tens of thousands of surgeries, but he's now embarked on a new career, having filed some patents of his own. He is now the COO for a company called Trivell. Trivell makes, well, exosomes, but they call them Amniozones. In fact, we just bought some for our clinic, and we're going to be talking about that today. Bruce, welcome to the program. Thank you, Dan. Pleasure to be here. I appreciate the invitation. And, uh, yeah, tell us a bit more about yourself. Fill in the details, because I just gave the broad brush stroke. So who is Bruce Werber? <laughs> uh, Bruce Werber. Oh, it's a long story. No, seriously. Um, I've been a uh, foot and ankle surgeon uh, for the last 35 years. Prior to that, I was uh, I had a, a master's in bioengineering, and I've always been like Mikey with uh, Life Serial, um, in that uh, always looking for the next best solution uh, for my patients, how to get them better faster um, and easier less pain, and, uh, and I, a good portion of my practice was on limb preservation. Um, so post-trauma, post-diabetic uh, wounds, uh, fractures, charcoal joints, and the like, and that has led me down the road of uh, regenerative medicine from the mid-'80s uh, to the present. Uh, back in um, uh, the mid-'80s, I was using platelet-rich plasma, and everybody thought I was uh, dealing in snake oil, um, and they thought I was like lost my mind, but uh, uh, the, the outcomes were very, very good, though variable. 
always looking for to improve that. And as we spoke about a few moments ago, I brought in extracorporeal shockwave therapy. Uh, this is a technology uh, that was used on airplanes and then, can, then uh, research showed we could use it for uh, kidney stones. And we realized that we could use it for wounds, tendinopathies and the like. And when we mixed it with uh, platelet-rich plasma, PRP, uh, we, had, we started to get more consistent outcomes, but still not perfect. Um, I, we then, I then uh, came across placental tissue in the uh, early uh, 2000s, around 2007, and we started with membranes. And if we look at the literature on placental tissue from 1910 to the, to the late 70s and the onset of AIDS, uh, we see incredible case studies. Uh, this was before evidence-based medicine. It's when we, in learning medicine, I, uh, we, you know, we saw one, we, we uh, did one, and we taught one, um, and we learned from everybody else's real-life experiences. Uh, we didn't do a lot of meta-analysis of the data. We, we really had hands-on medicine. We didn't have the high-tech stuff we have now. Uh, but anyway, uh, we, uh, th that literature was incredible in the success stories with no adverse events, no complications whatsoever. So I, I, we started with laying on amniotic membrane. Amniotic membrane uh, being the, uh, the, the makes up the sac that the, the baby or the fetus grows in and that holds the amniotic fluid. And we had good success. With the PRP, with the shockwave, we were getting improvements and we were saving some of these um, potentially uh, limbs that were going to be lost. Um, and But then we, I, I met up with a, a fellow bioengineer and we then came up with a, a formulation where we mixed the amniotic fluid, the, the fluid that the baby uh, drinks and breathes and floats in, and we mixed that with the amniotic membrane and we made that into an injectable and my first article that finally got published in 2013 in the journal of foot and ankle surgery we took 20 limbs that were on the verge of amputation and we were able to heal those limbs in 63 days those well, limbs had thought, i appreciate yeah. what you're saying i want to hear more about it and i also sure. want to hear maybe about some of the patents that you filed and we certainly want sure. to continue our discussion talking about amniotic fluid and amniozone. I'm Dr. Dan Roy, you're listening to the World Treatment. Our guest today is Dr. Bruce Weber, COO, which is Chief Operating Officer for Trivell Incorporated in Florida. We'll be right back after the break. Stay with us. Would you like to increase your vitality? Disease develops within your body when the metabolic vitality of your cells is altered. Well, now there is a patented device that improves cell metabolism called Cell Vital. Cell Vital has been used for years by successful athletes to prepare for competition and improve performance. This is because Cell Vital increases blood and oxygen to your cells. Call 702-444-LUCKY and order your Cell Vital today. Cell Vital can help with cell regeneration after an activity by reducing stress, as well as be used for treating bruises, sprains, and muscle aches and pains. Cell Vital has also been shown to be beneficial for digestion, PMS, and smoking cessation. Get lucky with your healthy call, 702-444-5825. Accessories are available to help with specific body parts, such as the eyes, ears, and teeth. Animals, too, can benefit from cell vital for bone, joint, and circulation disorders. Call 702-444-LUCKY and get a free quote for your cell vital. That number again is 702-444-5825. As humans, we ask ourselves all kinds of questions. But what if we were forced to ask ourselves a question every day that affected the outcome of the most basic things, the most important things in our lives? The question is, what is your sexual orientation or gender identity? And the answer is the difference between keeping your job or getting fired. The answer is the difference between staying in your home or getting evicted. The answer is the difference between receiving medical treatment or not. Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against people based on their answer to this question. LGBT Americans have the right to say, I do, but they don't have the same basic rights as everyone else. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. 
I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General, at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. We are back to the show, my friends. I am Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. And my guest today, if you just joined us, is Dr. Bruce Werber. He's the COO, Chief Operating Officer for Trivel Inc. in Florida, and they make amnesomes. You've heard of PRP, platelet-rich plasma. You've heard of stem cells, and maybe you've even heard of exosomes. We're going to be talking about a type of exosome today called amnesomes. If you have a question for me or my guest, please feel free to text the number on your screen, 702-595-7564. That's 702-595-7564. Now let's get back to it. Bruce, before the break, you were talking about something you had done a few years ago. So let's continue that discussion about the amniotic fluid. Right. So, so as I was saying, early 2000s, we made a formulation. We, am, we uh, uh, patented uh, the formula and the, and the technique to process both amniotic fluid with amniotic membrane and make it into an injectable. We used that injectable on 20 patients that were facing amputation. All 20 patients within 63 days healed these wounds. They were at least three years old. Uh, this, was, this was a game changer. Um, and uh, uh, we then expanded that to treat multiple orthopedic conditions, tendinopathies, Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis, rotator cuff, etc. cetera. Uh, we then expanded it to osteoarthritic joints, accelerating bone healing. We, we were just blown away by the outcomes that we saw. And uh, so uh, my bioengineer and I started a, a company and uh, we're quite successful. We continue to develop processing techniques. Um, and that uh, gradually over the years, um, he and I uh, now are with Thrivel, uh, developing um, and advancing the science. And so the important point is, at first we thought it was the growth factors that were healing. Now, growth factors are proteins. Um, there's about 1,500 different growth factors, and we thought that was the secret sauce, and because that's what we had in the rich plasma. And then we migrated. We said, oh, it must be the stem cells, the placental stem cells that developed this beautiful baby that's delivered. Um, maybe it's the stem cells, so we, we focused on the stem cells. Now, and, and because there's been many scientists, other scientists besides myself, especially one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Arnie Kaplan, uh, has shown us that, well, it's, uh, the stem cells don't actually divide into specific or specialized cells, but they act like uh, little factories. And this is Arnie Kaplan's work, where uh, he shows that they respond to signaling and they produce the right growth factors, but they also um, modulate the immune system. And so then we evolved our thinking and, oh, well, maybe it's these little, little, what we originally, when I went to medical school a gazillion years ago, is these, it was the trash from the cells, the exosomes. We thought, we always thought that was debris. Well, it turns out, no, they are, they are little uh, balloons, if you will, carrying cargo. And that cargo is very, very important. 
Uh, it carries uh, messengers, intracellular messengers. It carries the growth factors. It carries peptides. It carries uh, components of bioscaffold. And so it's these these exosomes or this cargo and that really is very important. Now, there's we have to beware that when we look at adult exosomes, there we're using some of those adult exosomes to identify if a patient has some mutations or cancers or tumors. And so there are biomarkers in the adult uh, exosomes. What we're using are from uh, elective cesarean sections collected. We've, we've researched the donor mothers. We've tested them. We have looked at their social history, their family history. So these are very healthy donor women with health, donor, donor women uh, with uh, healthy babies healthy pregnancy, and elective cesarean sections. So we gather that healthy single source. We don't culture. We don't expand. We take each donor, and then we process that amniotic fluid and that amniotic membrane to gather up uh, the extracellular vesicles. Now, we have a healthy baby, healthy mother, so it is highly unlikely that we have any biomarkers to lead to any potential diseases versus some other companies that are, are uh, culturing uh, adult or young adult bone marrow. So we have to make that differentiation of where these extracellular vesicles are coming from. And that's why we, we coined the term amniosomes. They're coming from single source amniotic fluid. Well, so we now know that these intracellular messengers are critical uh, to driving the regenerative process. But it's, you can't just give them a shot and say, see ya. Uh, it's a protocol. We have to create signaling in the patient. Um, and there's multiple ways to create the signaling. And when I say signaling, let's say you have a bad shoulder and it's been, you've taken Motrin, Advil, or any of these non steroidals, and that stops your body's ability to heal itself. It, it kind of just, stops and forms a disorganized or poorly formed scar. And so if we, if we then recreate the injury by doing needling, where we kind of poke, like create a little mini injury or use shockwave therapy, uh, we now can create the appropriate injury signal or the, uh, if you will, like on a boat, we shoot up a flare if we're stuck out in the ocean. Well, that's the same thing. Your body is producing these inflammatory signals and our regenerative uh, uh, amniosomes, extracellular vesicles, respond to that inflammatory signaling so that it's, it amplifies your body's ability to heal itself and to regenerate. And so we're amplifying the patient's own ability to heal. And so let me ask you a question. That's our latest uh, uh, piece of the puzzle. I love what you're saying, and I have uh, used many of what you're talking about in my practice. So, for example, we had an acoustic compression therapy in the practice, and we found that if we used that on a patient, within about five minutes, their pain was completely gone. But what's very interesting is a study was done on this technology that showed by using acoustic compression therapy, similar to the shockwave therapy you're talking about, it created a disturbance that did a couple of things. It attracted stem cells to the area of injury and seemed to facilitate their differentiation. So the question I have for you is if a person, let's say they receive the uh, amniosomes, which sounds like a much higher, more pure product than simply exosomes. I love the way you explain that. Let's say a person receives amniosomes by IV infusion or injection, and then you use some type of stimulation of the joint, let's say the shoulder, acoustic compression therapy or shockwave therapy, whatever the case may be. In your opinion, by creating that disturbance, will that serve as an attractant for the amniosomes that are now on board in the patient? Yes, uh, but we have to continue the signaling. So traditional medicine typically says, oh, we want to immobilize that part. Uh, the protocol, the better protocol is protected active rehabilitation. We need that part or your shoulder moving 
protect it. We don't, you know, we, we want to make sure that it heals in the right frame of mind without straining, without hurting you or the patient, I should say. Uh, so we want protected active rehabilitation. So we keep the signaling going until the injured tissue is fully regenerated, which takes anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically in prolotherapy, and this is something I was trained in going back as far as uh, 1990, which means I've been using it in my own practice and for my patients for approximately 30 years. There are many different solutions that can be used for this uh, procedure. In fact, I had this conversation over a weekend with a physician who's looking to reinvent himself from conventional to traditional medicine. And when you create that disturbance, I remember the study they did years ago with the rabbits by injecting a solution, in this case was a, I believe a concentrated sugar water, but it uh, also had some anesthetic and some phenol. And they were able to show that it helped to increase the restoration of damaged ligaments. They had the pictures to show this. Uh, my, now my general understanding is the body healing process plays out over uh, six weeks. And you said it's a little longer than that. Can you explain? Uh, Yeah, so uh, just, uh, and this is uh, really my anecdotal, my personal uh, history or experience in treating lots of uh, low extremity uh, issues, um, is uh, 12 weeks when we reach the maximum flexibility and uh, strength. So if we look at, let's say, an Achilles tendon, the largest tendon in the body, um, traditionally it takes a year uh, to fully uh, rehabilitate uh, someone who's torn their Achilles tendon. Uh, where if we do this active protected uh, rehabilitation with um, a product such as amniosomes, uh, we, we see uh, that uh, we can get them fully rehabbed at 12 weeks. And that's we see that with the wounds. Uh, by, by the time they fully heal over with normal, healthy skin, uh, no scarring, it's about 12 weeks. The wound may be closed, as you're, you're absolutely correct, Dan, it's six weeks. But before it's fully remodeled and fully stable, it's about 12 weeks. Okay, well, that makes sense. I know uh, a lot of people are using something to help with hair growth. They're using, for example, uh, laser technology, infrared laser technology, or laser hats. And the protocol for that is actually 16 weeks, every other day for about 16 weeks. So I suppose it depends on the area you're treating. And course how severe the damage is and how long the patients had the problem and so on Mm -hmm. a lot of factors to consider to the royal treatment my friend my guest is dr bruce berbers chief operating officer for trivel inc in florida we're talking about amnesomes and we'll be right back after the break so please stay with us Would you like more energy? A photon sound beam may be the solution you need. A photon sound beam uses electrical energy to ionize gases that generate ozone and light to enter your body directly through the skin. The energy produced by a photon sound beam assists your body's healing process. It does this by improving the electrical energy of the body's cells. Get your photon sound beam by calling 702-444-LUCKY. The optimal cell voltage for the body's cells is between 70 and 100 millivolts. When cell voltage decreases below 60 millivolts, the cell becomes weakened and diseased. For example, cancer cells usually have a cell voltage below 30 millivolts. Call 702-444-LUCKY and order your photon sound beam today. A longer, healthier, and more vital life is only made possible with optimal cell voltage. The photon sound beam has also been found to be effective in relieving pain, inflammation, and joint stiffness, as well as improving immune function. Call 702-444-LUCKY and get a free quote for your photon sound beam. That number again is 702-444-5825. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We are back to the show and I am Dr. Dan Royal. You are listening to The Royal Treatment. My guest today is Dr. Bruce Werber, COO, Chief Operating Officer for Trivel Inc. in Florida that produces amniosomes. Now, you heard as we came back that you can contact the station if you have a question for us, but you can also contact us directly if you have a question for either myself or my guest. That number should be on your screen, 702-595-7564. 702-595-7564 if you need to reach me here in Las Vegas at the Turtle Healing Bank Clinic. The number is 702-562-1454, 702-562-1454, or email me at droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at thbclinic.com. D is in Daniel, Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at thb, Turtle Healing Bank Clinic.com. Now back to our discussion with Dr. Bruce Werber. Well, what else do you want to share with us? We were just talking about prototherapy and how it's similar to creating disturbance in the body. And there are many types of solutions that can be used to create that disturbance. What is um, so much more beneficial to use something uh, for that disturbance like amniosomes versus concentrated sugar water or salt water? Yeah, so uh, I think the yeah, certainly prolotherapy has been around a long time and and like shockwave therapy, radiopulse therapy, needling. Um, there are these physical therapy methodologies where they scrape the fascia. They're all causing a degree of signaling. Um, and each patient, as I'm sure you've learned, uh, Dan, is different. Some respond better to certain techniques than others. Um, but it's, it's how we as physicians put those protocols together, using these biologics, using uh, supplements or figuring out where the patient has certain deficiencies. Um, these are all, each of these components play an equal part in helping our patients achieve uh, wellness. Um, and I'm a big component, a big advocate for anti-inflammatory diet. And, but there's, you know, it's not just one diet fits all. It's each of us has certain foods and I'm sure you're aware, you probably talk with your patients about, finding what foods cause gut inflammation. And it's our gut that really, you know, we, we have a neuro um, uh, gut connection um, between the vagus nerve, between our, our neurotransmitters, the chemicals that go into our brain to control depression, happiness, uh, how we function. All of these components are very key. And if our gut is inflamed, uh, it affects our whole body. Uh, we found that um, in these uh, extracellular uh, vesicles, uh, the amniosomes, uh, that there's uh, quite a bit of anti-inflammatory um, effect uh, between the growth factors and uh, micro, the different species of microRNA. So microRNA are very small little fragments, uh, but they, they have tremendous uh, impact on how our cells function. In, in to repair the energy component of a cell, like the mitochondria, or uh, let's say there's um, 
microRNA-146 A and B that appear to have a tremendous effect on how people um, uh, can treat or uh, experience asthma or decrease the symptoms of asthma. Uh, we know that microRNA-294 has a tremendous cardioprotective um, uh, uh, capability. Uh, we just uh, read that uh, microRNA 10A seems to have some um, a relationship to the ability for women to sustain a pregnancy. Uh, so there, there's, there's uh, we, I think so far the 600 or so, I'm sorry, 233 different microRNA species identified in the amniotic fluid. Uh, so lots of all these components, and, and the more we learn, the less we know, uh, means we have to learn more. Uh, but uh, we, we certainly are making tremendous strides in, in a better understanding um, so that we can, uh, like your mission and your, your way of doing things is uh, uh, to help patients achieve wellness and not just uh, be reactive um, and, you know, most of my practice life was reactive. I was treating trauma. I was, you know, I was a good, I was a good carpenter on uh, human beings. Uh, so, uh, but uh, this, uh, when I see the efficacy of these biologics, these uh, biologics based on placental tissue, um, it, uh, it truly blows me away uh, um, how efficacious uh, they can be with no adverse events. Now, I have a couple of questions for you, but they are related. You mentioned food allergies. So question number one is, what do you recommend for patients to do in order to evaluate their food allergies? In other words, to determine what they are, because delayed food allergies is a complex process. We have a methodology that we like in our clinic, but I'm curious as to what you do. And question number two, then if a patient has food allergies, can amniosomes help with that? That's a good question. To answer the last question first, uh, we, I, I've never actually addressed that. Um, I have addressed uh, a, a allergy-induced asthma um, I, for, on myself. Uh, I never really loved running because I always had some asthma, you know, wheezing, and then it just was not a fun thing. But when I treated myself, um, my lung capacity improved. I'll give you one of my first, uh, this is another personal experience, and this doesn't mean that it's going to help everybody in the same way, but I, about uh, 11 years ago, I had a heart issue. I had a heart attack, um, and um, I had some deficiency after, even though I had stents put in. Things were better, but I still was not a uh, 20-year-old Bruce. And um, so I did a couple of IVs uh, myself with my um, allografts, my placental allografts. And within uh, six weeks, um, the deficient areas on my heart um, disappeared. Um, I'm fully healed. My ejection fraction, my heart function is fully returned to normal. Uh, so, you know, and again, this is experimenting on myself um, and everybody has to make their own decisions, uh, but it, it, it it, it is incredibly powerful. I changed my diet, lost a lot of weight, um, and I, I follow. Um, I started with Lynn Gannett. Uh, she's an author uh, who uh, has a very simple process of elimination diet uh, to um, eliminated everything and then gradually built back and found that certain foods uh, were uh, quite inflammatory to me. And I avoided them. What I've also learned, though, is it changes with some of the seasons. So that so one food that in the winter might create inflammation, I could have in the spring, and I don't get the inflammation. And so fascinating how our bodies uh, function. So so there's still a lot more to learn about our our microbiome, our gut bacteria and how it affects our bodies and our, our health and our immunologic status to avoid catching the COVID and whatever uh, bug of the day will, will be attacking us. Yeah. So a very good point that you made about the food allergies. We like to use the ELISA ACT blood test. And that's mm -hmm. a lymphocytic reaction assay. It's assessing how your white blood cells are responding to, well, not just foods, but additives, colorings, 
flavorings, could be uh, pesticides, chemicals as well. They're the only lab I know that provides that type of testing in addition to foods. And what we have found is that they don't provide a lot of information. So you're not going to get 30 to 40 things that you might with an IgG test, which has some value. That's a delayed food allergy reaction. And they can determine whether or not it's a severe, moderate, or mild action. But the things that we find with the ELISA ACT test, we are real. And what people don't know is that, let's say you desensitize from your foods. Well, those food allergies might change in six months. Now, you may have some things that may be consistent throughout your life. You may have a rast allergy to peanuts or shellfish, and those, of course, can be life-threatening. That's an immediate antibody called IgE. I have a very interesting uh, allergy of my own that I've had since I was a uh, young man, actually a boy. But when I eat wheat, it makes my skin a little oily. It can even make my nose run. And I've had that my entire life. That's not a very serious symptom, but I always found it very curious that it remained with me, uh, causes me really no problem whatsoever. But that's the only connection I was able to make with it. So my question to you is, if somebody has food allergies, um, will that inhibit the effectiveness of the amniosomes? No, I, I don't think it'll inhibit the uh, efficacy. Uh, but I did want to ask you a, an interesting question. Have you ever seen the wheat in Europe? Does it affect your body differently than the wheat here in the United States? Well, that's a good question. And it very well could be. You know, Years ago, I had some training over in Austria. I was there to be trained in Meyer therapy. In order to be trained in Meyer therapy, you have to be there as a patient, as well as a student for two weeks at an inpatient facility. That's a type of weight loss therapy, but it's using a controlled fast, I should say weight loss or diet therapy. And the reason I like that, and that's the one, actually really the only diet I've ever used for myself is because it helps you to get healthier by cleansing your gut. It's the only diet approach I know that's designed to improve the size, shape, function of your gut, in fact. And of course, you can lose weight. But the difference with the control fast or the Meyer therapy is that when you're losing weight, you're losing fat. Now, you could do the Body for Life program. I have done that. So I should say that is another program that I've tried. And you're building muscle. But in the end, whatever diet you're using should result in an improved body fat ratio. Otherwise, you're actually getting unhealthier. And so the Meyer therapy always works for me, but I found that when I'm doing it, I can actually exercise and do the control fast at the same time. I'm Dr. Dan Roy, you're listening to The Royal Treatment. My guest today is Dr. Bruce Burp. He is the Chief Operating Officer for Tribal Inc. that produces Amnesomes in Florida. We're gonna be right back after the break and continue our discussion, so please stay with us, my friends. Did you know that 4,000 years ago, the Earth's magnetic field was 5 Gauss? Over the last 165 years, scientists have measured the Earth's magnetic field and found that today it is only 0.5 Gauss, a decrease of 90%. However, your brain needs the Earth's magnetic field to restore energy to your cells. The good news is that the magnetic sleep pad can give your brain what it needs to restore energy to your cells. Order your magnetic sleep pad by calling 702-444-LUCKY. Think of the magnetic sleep bed as a powerful engine in your car. It gets you up hills faster and with less wear and tear. With the magnetic sleep pad, your brain now has the energy it needs to repair your damaged cells, make enzymes, enhance immunity, and protect you against electrosmog all while you sleep. Get your magnetic sleep pad by calling 702-444-LUCKY. Studies have shown that the magnetic sleep pad can help improve pain, sleep, fatigue, energy, and concentration. Get a free quote for your magnetic sleep pad by calling 702-444-LUCKY. That number again is 702-444-LUCKY. I know I need to pay attention to my health, but I just can't seem to find the time. Between rushing to work and taking care of the kids, there's not much time left over for me. So I decided to start small by eating more fruits and vegetables and being more active. And then I got the family to make some changes too. We started by keeping a bowl of fresh fruit on the counter and I limit the amount of sweet snacks I keep in the house. I've also found some creative ways to add more vegetables to our meals. We're taking more walks and on the weekends, we head down to the pool at the rec center. It doesn't happen every day, but it does happen. You don't have to change your entire life to be healthier. Just make some simple changes and include your family. You'll see how easy and fun it can be. 
you can make a difference. Eat smart, play hard. And when you do, your kids will too. A challenge from USDA. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. We are back to the show. Thank you, my friends, for sticking with us. We're now in the fourth quarter of our show. And as you know, by the number on your screen, you can text me if you have any questions for myself or my guest, 702-595-7564-702. That's the area code in Las Vegas from which we're broadcasting today, 702-595-7564. And we are talking about Amnizone with Dr. Bruce Werber. But before we conclude our discussion today, I will remind you that you can always email me if you have a question. We can always answer that question off the air or on the air. Just send that question to droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at thbclinic.com. D is in Daniel Royal at THB, Fraternal Healing Band Clinic.com, or just call the clinic, 702-562-1454, 702-562-1454. Well, Bruce, we're going to wind up our discussion in the last segment of the show, talking a little more detail about amniosomes. And during the break, I asked you if you have any examples or patient cases you might be willing to share with us. That's always very interesting, I think, uh, sure. for my viewers and for myself. Absolutely. So, and again, I, I don't want, you know, every, every, we're always concerned about the regulatory bodies, so we do have to be uh, cautious. And what I say does not always, uh, you know, my little uh, fine print is this doesn't always work on everybody. It does appear to work 90% of the time, but no guarantees, no warranties. Uh, as anything in medicine, uh, everybody's an individual and responds somewhat differently. Uh, so we do have, and uh, I can you know, speak single-handedly from my personal experience in treating uh, many patients um, and with my colleagues, um, we can talk about rotator cuff uh, injuries. Um, as as the, the literature shown, uh, rotator cuff surgery is uh, on average 65 to 70% effective where the patient really has an, a, an incredible outcome, full function. When we, um, when we use uh, products such as uh, uh, the amniosomes or any other of our my placental uh, allografts that I've developed over the years, we see an incredible response um, in function of the rotator cuff, your shoulder. And typically one or two injections with shockwave therapy, acoustic wave compression therapy, radio pulse, um, keeping that signaling going through the regenerative phase. And, and um, I'm not prepared. I wish I could show you a video. I didn't get the patient's permission. But this was a patient who had, um, uh, was need, going to have a shoulder replacement, an artificial joint uh, put into his shoulder. I uh, couldn't move it. He was in extreme pain, didn't want to get stuck on opiates, and literally was planning to have a surgery within weeks of my seeing him. He, and he was introduced to me as a friend, and uh, I said, oh, let's go over to uh, my orthopedic colleague's uh, office, and let's inject you. And we gave him one injection. Within 36 hours, He and I can't really show, but basically he could only lift his arm about this far, by 36 hours, his arm was up here, full range of motion. 
it's now at least a year, maybe even longer. I've lost track. Um, and he's still functioning. No surgery, no secondary injection, still going strong. Um, and no risk, right? I mean, the, to have a shoulder replacement, uh, there's risk of infection, and it's not going to be fully functional, this post-operative discomfort and pain. So this was incredible. Uh, he still, every Friday, he texts me on WhatsApp and, and says, hey, thanks, Doc. Yeah, it is incredible. I have another story of a 28-year-old male had a terrible, it was in a car accident, uh, and had a, what's called a pilon fracture of his ankle. That's where basically the ankle is shattered. Uh, we did surgery, put it back together, but it was pretty arthritic. I mean, it's hard to rebuild after all three parts of your ankle, the, the inside talus bone, your medial and lateral malleolus, your inside and ankle, outside ankle bones are broken, the back of the ta your tibia is broken. So um, he says to me, hey, doc, I was sitting in the waiting room. One of your patients said that uh, use some juice and they didn't need surgery. I want you to do that to me because uh, I don't want to have an ankle fusion. So an ankle fusion is where the, the ankle won't bend anymore. I said, I don't think this is going to work. I mean, really. Uh, uh, but okay. So I injected him. He comes back a week later. He is jumping up and down, hugging me, kissing me. It is now six years later on my birthday, on Facebook, consist doc, Still no surgery. You're not getting another buck out of me because this ankle is fantastic. Nice. <laughs> um, and then I have one more really incredible uh, story. Um, there's a disease called Charcot-Marie Tooth. And this is where the patient starts to lose the small muscles of the hands and feet. And this is a Canadian woman. I was practicing in Arizona at the time. And she comes in with crutches and big foot and ankle leg braces. Um, and uh, uh, she, you know, she comes in and, um, you know, she's coming in for a consult. And I say, oh, well, you know, our best uh, form of therapy for this is uh, ankle fusion and midfoot fusion. So we give you a stable lever so you won't need the foot braces, but you'll still probably need your crutches because you have some weakness. And she says, no, 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 no. You're not doing that on me. I said, yeah, no, that's the best. I mean, really, I, I do this all the time. She says, no, you treated so-and-so, and they're 100, 120% better. I want what you gave so-and-so. I said, I can't imagine this is going to work on this. I just, I just, there's no way. She says, I don't care what it costs. Charge me whatever. I said, okay. Um, I said, so... Um, all right, I'll treat you. Don't worry about the price because uh, I'm curious if this will work. So I inject her. I gave her a couple of doses in both extreme, both ankles, both legs. And uh, her husband comes in about a week later um, and he runs up to me and he hugs, and kisses me. And I'm like, what's up with this? And he's like, you have no idea. And in walks his wife. I did not recognize her. No braces, no crutches, fully functioning, walking. And he whispers in my ear, first time I was able to have intimate relations with my wife in years. And she comes up, she's crying. My staff is crying. We're all crying. We couldn't, we can't believe it. And to this day, she's still functional. Um, we did have to supplement a couple of times over the years, uh, but she's doing incredibly well. So those yeah, are my, those, those are my, injection or both? what's that? Was that done with IV infusion? Local no, injection no, just in, just muscle injection around the joints. Oh, I, nice. I don't even inject into the joints. We do what are called periarticular. We inject around into the healthy muscle. We, because I found that if you inject the, the joint fluid is really hostile to these proteins. But if we inject into the blood supply or nutritional supply, for these joints and for these tendons, and we get a, a very robust uh, uh, functionality and outcome for these patients. Well, what would you say is the difference between amniosomes and, let's say, uh, stem cells obtained from amniotic fluid, or is there a basic difference? Yeah, well, there, there is some difference, uh, but certainly it depends on how it's processed. It's all about the processing 
Um, and so if you do have a stem cell preparation, um, not a lot of the amniotic fluid products have live uh, stem cells. Uh, they'll have some. I mean, we have one product where we have about a million and a half um, uh, cells per milliliter, but but they die. They don't really engraft or become part of the recipient. So uh, what's happening is those stem cells, as soon as they're administered, they lice or they open up and they release these these extracellular vesicles, and that's really what's functioning. So, so we as you know, it used to be a big oh, it, we got to have um, you know ten million cells. I've really changed my tune. That now uh, we we really need the messengers, and we need the signaling. We need this protocol um, is is what's really going to uh, improve the patient outcome. So what you're saying is that the amniosomes or, or what the stem cells are using to essentially affect the work that needs to be done for the healing of the patient. That is correct. Yes. So the, what the, think of the stem cell as a little factory and what that factory is producing are those exosomes, uh, the extracellular vesicles, and that's actually what's doing the heavy lifting in, in the recipient patient. So we got about a minute left, Bruce, and what would you like to leave our listeners with as we go off the air today? Uh, that's a, so, um, I, you know, do your homework. Um, make sure you go to a doctor who can do an excellent workup, understands your medical condition, does a good, good, thorough physical examination, does your blood work, really understands your condition. And, uh, uh, and then, and make sure it's a combination therapy. The, the, the thought that the stem cell therapy or any of these biologics in and of themselves is a fallacy. It's not a one and done. We need, like, like your, your group does, Dan, uh, where you incorporate different facets for that particular patient. And that's what I really advise the patients. Make sure you're going to a full scope physician who really knows their medicine uh, so that they can treat all of the components uh, that are causing you to not be well or, or be able to optimize all of the components to ensure that you maintain your wellness. I appreciate you being with us today, Bruce, and I thank you for those closing comments. And I thank you, my listeners, for being with us today as we talked about amniosomes, which are the messengers used by stem cells to heal your body. We'll be back again next week with another episode of The Royal Treatment, and I hope that your time with us has been well spent. If you have learned one new thing, then it has. Next week, we'll be back. Until then, be well, my friends.